Hello and welcome to Star Sea Sanctuary. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Olga Star. Hi everyone, welcome back. Another podcast. We're racking up these podcasts, you know. Yeah, well, let's do freestyle. Like, let's just talk about nothing and be silly and <laughs> see what people connect with. I want to start with crop circles. What do you, think, what do you okay. think crop circles um, are? N- not my territory, to be honest. No? What, no. Is your, what is your in- intuitive just instant? Well, just some marking, so what? Don't think there's, do, <laughs> yeah. do you think there's any purpose behind crop circles? Uh, no, I just think some sort of markings in the sense like, okay, we've established, we've planned here, planted a drone or an orb or some sort of connect device that we can come back and attune so we kind of know where it is located more or less better. Oh, that's an interesting, I've n- <laughs> not thought of that before. Because the, the way I view crop circles in my, I might be wrong, might be right, who knows, but it's... Um, I think it's like messages. Like when we see them, we subconsciously get like a message okay. or an update or sometimes I don't think it's anything to do with us as well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just come across them and it's actually that was meant for someone else, like another race or something like that. But um, I think that it's the intricacies and the beauty of these crop circles are just, I, I love looking at them. I think they're absolutely fascinating. Um, but it's 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 got to be, a, a, a race a, a, or a number of races or an, an extraterrestrial imprint. Well, because on. some people think it's the uh, landing marks for spaceships, right? Some people do, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think it's, it's, just... it's too beautiful to be uh, marked from, a, I think, I don't think spaceships are all that <laughs> um, pretty. I just read somewhere recently uh, saying that if we see a spaceship or... Um, what do they call this extraterrestrial uh, UFOs? Yes, UFOs. If you see them, then they're usually flown by lower beings because they're higher beings. But again, you see we're entering this territory, lower, higher beings, and I'm kind of disapproving at the moment on staging who is important and who is kind of lower energy. But supposedly higher beings don't use the mechanical devices, so Mm. their spaceship is more kind of an energy vibration device and there's no way we can see it. Yes. and um, So they won't leave marks as well. True, very true. And I think um, some uh, higher dimensional races will incarnate into third dimensional reality bodies. They'll create themselves a third dimensional body and create themselves a third dimensional ship in order to be seen by the people that they need to be seen by. But also, um, as I understand, some of these higher dimensional or, or higher frequency races their ships are alive they're not just they yeah. are a, a, an actual alive being organism an organism yes yeah, yeah, great word organism so they communicate with the ship as if it's alive and they work with the ship as if it's alive and it's got its own consciousness okay which i think is pretty awesome wow Started with crop circle, sent it with you for the light <laughs> and <beings> now <laughs> being a ship in themselves. Um, I mean, where do you go from that? That was supposed to be freestyle podcast, and we're three minutes in, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Can't talk about anything else. Um, I want to add because people are quite obsessed about oh, those beings on lower dimensions. Oh, those beings on the higher dimensions. Um. If you are of a certain frequency, you cannot enter this atmosphere. This So when people say, oh, higher mm. beings communicate with us, uh, actually there is a 
quite a significant degree of density of separation at the moment. And if the higher beings want to come down, they will have to reincarnate on a lower as a lower density. Yes. And yes. that's what people don't realize. And yeah. I, I think it's funny. It is my truth, definitely. Yeah. That's how it, I feel it, and know. Yes, and, and you've reminded me of information that I've come across where it's it's um, been known that, that it would damage them coming anywhere near the earth because of the energies of the earth are so negative. <laughs> and oh, it can't be that bad. That it's, it? Well, I think to the higher yeah. dimensional beings, fifth, fifth and above, I think it's it's so, it's just not, it's just not good. Yeah, I had someone made a comment. Oh, I know all of that. And I talk to, I work with ninth dimensional beings all the time. And I, I'm kind of more reserved lately in the sense before I would say, yeah, no way. But now I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. Hmm. And wait and wait and wait. And then, of course, another post comes up. Oh, by the way, how do you know if you're a starseed? I'm like, well. You can't say you communicate with non-dimensional beings if you don't even have the basic knowledge of your origin. Because if you awaken and connected, then you will have the basic set of intuitive knowledge or something that you innately may not believe, but you mm. feel that must be so. Mm. And there was no doubt. I was like, no, you can't Can, just say Can't that you because, ask them? Well, it's, it <laughs> like wasn't bad. I just, I just feel like people like that will upset the others who are working very hard and then they get some glimpses of intuition and other abilities and they'll discard them. Because mm. they'll say, oh, I can't, oh, it's like this is the latest epidemic. Everyone is obsessed with finding out their spirit guides. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, well, here's a... Uh, Here's a bummer for you. I have no spirit guides. That's that. <laughs> I've been obsessed with it for two years. As every other, I don't know, devoted person who is into their spiritual development. Mm. And then I learned it hard way. I've got spirit team. Mm. But I haven't got like people say, oh, I've got this one who is from native Indian tribe. And he's a shaman and he does these things for me. Or I always work with Archangel Raphael if it comes to this stuff. Mm. Or when I do my psychic reading, I'm always calling for Mother Mary. And then she assists me in my psychic reading. I haven't got that. Yeah. But we are brainwashed that we have to have it. And I was one of you looking for my spirit guides for two years obsessively. I was so upset. It was heartbroken. Really? Yeah, it was a heartbreaking experience when you know you have abilities but then your abilities are judged by what others are saying you have to or supposed to know or experience. Mm. And then obviously, if you're strong enough, I feel I'm very strong with that. Then you come to your own realization and you accept your own inner truth. What's the difference between spirit guides and ET guides? Right. I think the perception in a sense of what I call old... Um, paradigm and new paradigm so old paradigm when we were all into shamanism and witchcraft and we would have to have some sort of diseased uh, relatives or some uh, deities in spirit who would come and assist with our work and connect us with other dimensions or other beings we would not have actually access to et but the new paradigm is those who are in the spirit they're kind of a really lower dimension right mm. We don't need them anymore, so we now communicate with other races. So that's where ET comes in and stuff. Uh, also, if I may just add, I, I mean, I do talk a lot to dead people, and 
please don't discard them. They are not like just because they are lower energies doesn't mean they are not good mm, for you. Valid so point. Just like please don't don't think it's bad. Let's not brush over the, the fact that you just said I talk to dead people. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. That's a great segue. Dead people. Talk to me about dead people. Oh, I had another reading. It was interesting. Normally I talk to them or they talk to me, but this one. And I'm so sorry if you listened to it and you were the person I did reading for, but I promise not to say any personal detail. He would not talk to me. He would just give me tarot cards. And you know, I don't do tarot cards. I'm against tarot cards. Yeah, yeah. I was really offended. But then, of course, okay. And I gave it to the person. And I didn't know that. She said, Oh, I play with tarot cards all the time. Right. And I was trying to communicate with my dad through tarot cards. Oh. I was like, you live and learn. Yeah, that there's a reason for it. Yeah. There was a reason yeah. for it. And I was laughing again. I mean, I need to remember, it's not about me. Yeah. It's about them. But yeah. So you, when you give readings, is it mostly to connect with the other side? The, the No. No, normally uh, my favorite ones are multidimensional when I can find your previous origins and mm. what's your soul purpose, what's your life purpose, like those because they're fun. But then don't forget they're like tricky because it's information which no one can prove. Very often people will resonate and say, "I always knew that. I just mm. thought I'm crazy." Mm. So that's for me like the highest uh, praise I can get. Yeah. Uh, for other people who are new or newly initiated in this um, starseed stuff, for them, usually um, some of their relatives will come through and they'll just acknowledge I'm here and I look like this, like this, and this is all I want to say. And the messages are very simple. You know, there's lots of love out there for you. And I don't like using these things. However, if they come to me very clearly, um, they show me themselves visually clearly, and, and I give description and I give this message and then they come back to me, yes. Like I had another reading. I said, and that, that reading was actually very strange for me because normally I don't have anyone coming to me until I start connection. But I was just typing the message that um, I will be free in 15 minutes and I'll start connection and I'll do your reading. Straight away, I had this woman, uh, white hair, a very curly, very specific kind of uh, hair, and an elderly gentleman that looked like he would fought in some sort of civil war. war. So definitely not grandfather, great-grandfather. And then I asked the woman, who are you? And she said, I'm Nana. And the man I asked, and who are you? And she said, great-grandfather. And I forwarded this information with a very strange multidimensional reading. And the person responded by chance, obviously not by chance. Her mother was there because she said, I know nothing about my family. And she confirmed that woman was my nana. She had specific, like, this white curly hair. And that man was my great uh, grandfather. He fought in civil war. Oh, my God. And I have goosebumps even when I'm saying that. And it, but, you hadn't even started the connection. They, just, yeah. they were like, no, we're coming through now. Yeah. So, obviously, it was the right time. And they brought me somehow in their life. Or I don't know. But, um, yes. So, when, in that when, case, I spoke to them. When did you start? connecting with these kinds of spirits no, all my life but i did discard them when i was small because it's oh. scary you don't know what's happening do you and learn to switch it off then or do you can you switch it off they are not allowed here like they're not allowed in my space in the sense yes if they appear because sometimes when we the more sensitive we are when we fell asleep that's kind of our vulnerable mm -hmm. moment when we switch i think it's a better stage of sleep mm -hmm. when they can get to you 
because you go as a down and you're switching to the other realms, I, I guess, and then they desperate to tell you something because they just want to be acknowledged. Yeah. That happens sometimes. And then I basically ask them, no, not my, not basically not the time. Do come back to me when I do readings. And if it's someone you want to talk to, bring them to me. Yes. Beautiful. Wow. Dead people. <laughs> so cool. They're not dead. They're just in spirit. And then you decided that you would do, when did you decide to do it for people, like give people readings? Have you been doing it for years? Only after I started Star Seed uh, School. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't do it before. Come on. It's like, oh, by the way, you know, here's such as, actually, it's not entirely true because in my other job, I was doing, um, well, I'm still doing relationship coaching. Luckily, a couple of clients were uh, susceptible to the information, but there was one uh, girl I was working on dating. And there was a spirit woman next to her would not go away. Really? And we had, I think, four sessions, and I saw that she's pretty much open to spirituality, and she did say some other, that she believes in, uh, like, little white feathers, they're a sign from someone loved to you. And I did describe to her, I said, look, I have to tell you because she won't go away. I described her, and she's like, oh, it's my grandmother. No way. Yeah, it was so sweet. And once they just did that, that was it. She was gone. She, all she wanted just to be acknowledged that she's looking after her. And I think she was said, uh, so if she specifically wanted to show herself that I am here and I'm trying to work, go, gather help for you in spiritual world, she would send her black cat. But the funny thing is the woman is allergic to cats. <laughs> so it's like, you can't no miss it, you know. So the minute I start sneezing, I just know must be a black cat. Well, if, if she's not with me, of course, because she had to take and see histamine when she was coming here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, but now I don't have to do that. So if I feel someone is spiritually open, then I'll talk about our workshops. And I try to bring them and then one of our members usually picks up something. So cool. Awesome. Should we leave it there? Yeah. Crop circles, spirit guides and dead people. <laughs> what a freestyle podcast <gasps> totally <laughs> thank you guys all right thanks everyone bye bye